Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to another episode of Black Girls Keto 2. I am your host, Wendy Featherston, and I am excited to be back with another episode of this podcast. Thank you to everyone who has reached out and asking me, you know, am I okay? And will there be another podcast? You know, is this the end of the podcast? And the answer to that is I am absolutely fantastic. Yes, there will be more podcast episodes. This will be a continual thing. But I needed to take some time for Wendy. You know, how can I tell you all about, you know, self-care and taking time for yourself and doing things for yourself and then not do that myself, right? And so that's what I had to do with all of the COVID stuff and just figuring out my life and Wendy and, you know, all that that is, right? And I just needed some time. So I thank you for allowing me the time and space to tend to myself. I thank you for your patience um, and waiting for more episodes to be posted. Thank you for listening to the episodes that are already here and still reaching out and saying to me how much you um, enjoy the episodes, how much they help you, how encouraging they are. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate each and every one of you that listen to the podcast, that will listen to it um, from here on out and in the future. Thank you all so much. All right, so with all of that being said, now this episode of the podcast is entitled Trust the Process. That's right, I said it, Trust the Process. So stay tuned and I'll be right back. All right, so let's just jump in, right? I want to talk about trusting the process. And I want to talk about trusting the process, not only in, um, keto like right not only on your keto journey but that's mainly what we're talking about but just the process in general right and process the word process um means a lot right the the word process doesn't mean that it's going to be um instantaneous i know a lot of us want this microwave um quick weight releasing journey i i know i know i i i do too right i did i wanted it and i jumped in thinking that i would have like this massive release of weight and bada beam bada boom and boom just like magic bibbly bobbity boo voila right and that's not the case for me now that couldn't be your case right I, I because keto is just that um wonderful that can be your case but for the majority of people it's not and it's a process and the definition of process is a series of actions or steps 
taken in order to achieve a particular end. Or if you um, want it in the verb form, it is to perform a series of mechanical or chemical operations, something in order to change or preserve it, right? Process, process, a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end a particular end right it's a series it's a series of actions and or steps right so that in and of itself lets you know that it isn't instantaneous right that lets you know that there are actions there are steps and because the definition said it's a series it's just not one step it's just not one action but it is the series of actions when you put them together that creates the process and so i i really want you all to understand that while you are on your keto journey, which your keto journey is a lifelong thing. It is a lifestyle shift. It is a lifestyle change. It is not a diet. It is not something that you work on and then you stop and then you go back to eating the way that you um, always had because what's going to happen all of the work that you've done will be reversed and you will not only um, find what you released or lost you will find that plus its cousin its auntie its grandmama and great-granddaddy too right because when you follow a ketogenic way of eating you remove the carbs and and sugar and carbs and sugar from your diet right and you then go back to eating that way again your body is going to be like oh my god it's a party it will store the fat instantly it will honey it is just not nice <laughs> So it is a process and I really want you to understand. I mean, like I had to understand, I had to understand that it is a process and it will not happen overnight. It will not happen. Um, hell like in a year, not what I thought in my mind, right? In my mind, I thought that it would be this you know, few months. I, I, in my mind, I started keto. I was like, oh, it'll be a few months and boom, I got a beach by day, right? And that is not my story. My process isn't that, right? That isn't my process. Now, the beauty of keto is, is that it is different for everybody and not just everybody, but everybody right the body everybody handles keto differently everyone's body handles keto differently and so 
because of that and for me the beauty of that is it is not cookie cutter right it's not the same thing for everyone um what may work for you may not work for the next person right it may not work for the next queen not at all but you know we can find some similarities but the beauty in keto is is that it's tweakable it's not cookie cutter so you find the things that work for you and what your body responds to in the process right you find the steps right that, that, that that's along your process that work for you and then you can tweak when needed right but you stick with the steps that work for you so like I know when I first started keto simplicity was everything it's simplicity bacon and eggs um some avocado just simple stuff meat and vegetables cooked in a little butter or ghee or coconut oil or avocado oil those things work for me but when I started adding a lot of the almond flour and you know doing keto baking and all of that stuff now I love to cook and y'all are a part of either on my IG page or on um, Black Girls Keto too. I share lots of recipes. I am a trained chef, right? Went to culinary school in Philadelphia years ago, but I am a trained chef and I love to cook. Cooking is something that I do. I love to cook for other people. So, and it makes me happy. It's a part, it's, it's very meditative for me. So I, I, I love being in the kitchen. I love working out recipes and creating, um, and, you know, using cooking as an art form for me. But the, my processing of the almond flour and things like that it that my body doesn't like it <laughs> so you have to be you know and and you have to really know your body and pay attention and be in tuned to your body so you can see what is working for you right so trust the process and know that it is not and will well it, i would I would here's how i'm gonna say it it is a lifelong process and during the process of your keto journey you'll be able to tweak the series of steps right you'll be able to tweak your steps because as your body changes your steps should change hmm as your body changes your steps should change and the only way that you'll be able to know and and see the changes like literally see the changes is that if you pay attention to your body and what works for your body how do you feel like really what i've learned to do um over the course of the last um few months is to really sit with food um 
my relationship with food has changed drastically. Like since I started keto, I mean, like I, I just was, I was a little shook. I was like, wow, my relationship with food has changed. I, it was like a, like an aha light bulb moment for me. I'm like, well, good God doggone my relationship with food is changed. I mean, I, I considered myself a foodie and I was, I was a foodie. I, I saw the world through food. When I traveled, I would eat different things and, you know, I wanted to experience the food culture of different places. And, you know, that's how you get to know, you know, the spices and things like that, that people use when they cook. And so that's what I sought out. Um, but now my relationship with food is so different. I don't really want to eat. <laughs> and not that it's, it's just because I've been doing keto so long and my body is burning fat for fuel and I don't eat as much, right? My, um, my sister and her husband came up, um, and we were all sitting around. It was like four o'clock. She does keto as well. And her, my wife, and I, we all were like, it's like four o'clock and no one, no one asked about food. No one asked. They just wanted coffee. And, but no one asked about, well, what are we going to eat? Now, had this been us three years ago, honey, we got together for, you know, to gather, right? And, and for fellowship and, you know, hanging out, but we got together to eat. We got together to eat. You know, my brother-in-law was going to cook his breakfast, fry some fish, make some ribs. I was going to do my thing when they came to visit us. Honey, We it was just going to be a cooking palooza and we were going to be eating. But baby, this time when they came up to visit, we all just never asked about food and our, our eating choices are so different, right? And I I paid attention. I was like, well, dang, wow, look at us. And I, 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 I looked at myself. It was like, wow, okay. My relationship with food changed. You know, I... I, I, do, I don't think about food. I mean, and I'm, I'm going to be real honest, right? You know, I've, if you've listened to any of the episodes before, especially um, my keto journey where I share my journey, honey, I lived for food. I did. I lived for food. I, I would, you know, wake up and ask my wife, well, what we having for breakfast? And what do you want for lunch? And, oh, girl, what we going to have for dinner? And, you know, before going to bed, the same starting all over again. What we going to have for breakfast? And I know my wife, she was a, honey, she was a timely eater. She had that breakfast time, lunch time, and dinner time down packed. You hear me? Because she was a school teacher, she it was just like, oh, it's nine o'clock, I got to eat. Or, you know, it is lunchtime, I got to have lunch, it's noon. And, you know, wanting dinner by five or six, you know, timely. All of that stuff that we have been taught to do that what I found works, not, it doesn't work for my body, right? 
having all of those meals and, 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 and my body doesn't respond to the food that, you know, in that way anymore. I don't need that. If I eat once a day, I am fantastic. And I, I, would, I would just really break it down and be gut honest with you all. The other week, oh my God, I was saying to my wife, I was like, oh my God, I want to cook this and then I want to cook that. And then I'm like, oh my God, I just want to cook. And I want to cook all this stuff. And again, it's cooking is the way I work out my feelings and um, things. It just, it really is therapeutic for me. But I had to say to myself, Wendy, who's eating all that daggone food? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody's eating it. So it's no need to cook it. But <laughs> I didn't I didn't do all the cooking and I, I just had to sit um, with with my feelings. But I, and I also painted a little bit. So that actually was that's another one of my processes that I use for meditation and to work out my feelings is to, to paint. It's the same as cooking is creative. Right. But I just really noticed my um relationship with food has drastically changed and i'm just like whoa this process this process along this process you will discover so much about yourself if you are tapped in if you're tapped in so i encourage you to tap in the tune in to intuitively eat right when you're eating your food you know chew it slowly taste your food enjoy your food if it make you dance a little you know do that little shimmy i know probably a lot of you listening um, if you grew up anything like me, you know, we couldn't dance at the table and all that kind of stuff. But honey, I give you permission to dance at the table. We're adults, right? To shake your shimmy a little bit. If if you, the food that you prepared for yourself is just delicious and it just make you dance, right? It make you like, mm, you know, it's, it's orgasmic, right? In a way. And it makes you feel good. It's okay for food to make you feel good and sit with that. Does, does something that you're eating, does it not taste good to you anymore? That's another big part of my process, right? Does it not taste good to you anymore? And we continue to eat things that doesn't taste good to us anymore because of how we were brought up, right? It's that food story. You know, we have to eat everything on our plates and, you know, we'll continue to eat past fullness because that's, that's a part of our food story. And, and so if something doesn't taste good to me um, anymore, I'm just not going to eat it. I'll stop. But that's a part of being in tuned to your body, right? What, what does the food, how does the food make you feel? What do you feel when you eat certain things or just your food in general? So sit with it, you know, like be in tune, like tune in, tune in just like on a radio dial, tune in 
in to how your food makes you feel. Actually, what I encourage you to do is just one of your meals, get a piece of paper and um, a pen. How do you feel when you're preparing your food? Are you stressed out when you're preparing your food? Do you feel like it's a chore? Are you happy when you are preparing your food? Because the energy in which you prepare your food really matters. Oh, that matters. Because you're eating it and you're infusing your energy with your food and you ingest it. So you are, you know, eating tired energy. <laughs> I, you know, worn out energy. It's, it's really, it really does matter. So get a piece of paper. How do you feel? Write down. How do you feel before you cook your meal? How do you, you know, after you cook it? You And you can do all of this um, after you prepare your meal or while you're doing it. But it's, it's, it's mindfully preparing your meal and then mindfully eating your meal and tuning into you, your body, go within to, to really tap into how you're feeling when you are eating and preparing a meal for yourself, right? So how do you feel when you're preparing your meal? How does the food taste? Like really don't pile your plate up. If it's two things or three things that you have on your plate, keep it to a minimum of three things, right? How does each thing taste? How does it feel in your mouth? If you're eating collard greens, how does the collard greens feel in your mouth? What flavor profiles, what flavor profiles can you pick out? Yes, you know what you put in the food, but do you actually taste the smokiness from the um, smoked neck bones or ham hocks? Or do you, how does it taste um, if you use a little baking grease in your greens? Does, does the grease you know, coat your lips, like, like really, like really, how does the meat feel as you chew it? And then how does your body feel after you've eaten that meal? How does your body feel? Do you feel heavy? Do you feel rejuvenated? Do you get the itis and just like, oh, that was good. Does it feel orgasmic? Right. And and when I what I mean by orgasmic is it that it just gives you a really bubbly rush of feeling great. Right. Just like an orgasm, ladies. Right. When you do this, you actually you actually um, learn how to enjoy your food and how um, your food plays a, in a very important part to your process, all right? So I encourage you all to trust the process and trust your process because it's your process. It's not a one size fits all process, 
right? It's not. It's not a one-size-fits-all process. Your process is your process. My process is my process. And the next queen's process is her process. And that's the beauty of this keto way of eating. Trust the process. Trust the process. Trust the process. Alrighty, now that we have gotten down and understand or begin to understand that keto is a process that we have to trust the process and allow our bodies to do the work for us and do the things that it needs to do. Um, I really now want to talk about looking for expecting and celebrating your wins and over in black girls keto to um group on facebook there are so many queens who don't give themselves and take credit for the work that they're doing they don't take credit for their success they don't they see their success but they don't take credit for it and they belittle themselves while I guess celebrating and I see this more often than not I coach a lot of women who do this and the coaching sessions, they'll, you know, say different things. And I'm like, but you know, you just negated all of the, 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 all of your success, right? You just, you just swept it under the rug. And so I want to share this post with you because it's a lot in this. It's from one of the Queens in a group and I just that that she posted this and I just really want to break it down. I really, really want to break it down. Right. Um, She says, thanks, everyone. I have a long way to go. But today I feel so blessed. It's been a struggle in addition to some physical challenges. That limit movement for days at a time. But God is good. I'm still pressing forward, even though I have to cry sometimes. I'm still pushing and praying for strength, right? Now, this queen posted pictures of her success in releasing weight. And yes, she looks marvelous. Now, here's what I want to say to this. That's not celebrating yourself, nor is it celebrating your success. Because in this, it doesn't say that she's celebrating. She's telling you about what a struggle it has been, what challenges she has um, had, what physical challenges that she still faced, her limitations that she faces. And, you know, that she's still pushing and praying and, 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 you know, give, you know, giving all like not celebrating her success. She is not celebrating her success. 
And what I want to encourage you all to do is stop. Please, please stop talking about how hard everything is. Stop because you're going to be faced with more hardness. Stop, you know, talking about the struggle. It doesn't have to be a struggle, right? That's diet mentality, right? And stop arguing for your limitations. If you can post pictures of yourself and you can see the success, and even if you can't see it, stop talking about the fact that you still have a long way to go, but you never acknowledge where you are today. This queen never acknowledges where she is. She never ever once say how good she feels to be here. She just piles on the struggle, the limitations, you know, the the lack of movement, and they, like all of that. And then she doesn't even celebrate herself. Now, this may be uncommon to some, but I'm going to say it anyway, because it's how I feel. We have been taught to give all the glory to God, a God that is outside of us. But we never, ever turn it inwardly and say, I did well. I'm doing a damn thing. The God that dwells in you and you are a reflection of God manifest that you are God. When you look in the mirror, you see God. Now, when you look at it like that, God is good. Yes, God is good because God is you and you are God. Give yourself some of that glory too. And I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Give yourself the glory first because you did it. You did it. You did the work. You, you did what was necessary for you to get to where you are. You did that. And I know, I would, honey, I know what you're going to say, you know, but the Bible says, honey, I'm telling you what you need to do in order to be successful. So you can listen, it's not about religion. I'm just saying, give yourself some of the glory. I'm not saying not to give God glory. I'm saying, give yourself some glory too, because you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve to talk about how good you feel more than any challenges that you expect. Because truthfully, if you stop and pay attention to the good that you feel the, 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 and the, the strength that you have accomplished over releasing the weight that you have, even if you just started, even if you just started, if you just started, you started, you made a step to better health following a ketogenic way of eating. Give yourself applause. Pop your collar, sis, because you're doing a damn thing. You're showing up for yourself. You're making those meals. You're reading 
everything that you need to read about keto. You're, you know, discovering, you're reading ingredients, you're, you're reading, you're releasing the weight, you're allowing yourself to release the weight. You are, you're taking care of you. You are taking care of you. So please, please don't diminish all that you are doing for yourself by putting all of the negativity because that's negative. It's just negative. All of the pain and all that, nobody cares. Truthfully, nobody cares. Nobody cares. They don't even care if you're celebrating yourself. That's why it's all about you. But above all, nobody cares. And if you continue to say that it is a challenge, sis, queen, listen, you're going to always be met with a challenge. If you always focus on all of the physical challenges and you're pressing like it's a hard thing, honey, it, that's all you're going to be doing throughout this journey. Learn, learn to celebrate, learn to celebrate yourself, learn to celebrate small wins, learn to celebrate, you know, every small thing. Listen, I celebrate it all. Honey, I, I look at myself and I, I get naked in the mirror, honey, and I look at my body and I say, oh, that's a roll that's disappearing. Oh, it's smaller. Pay attention and celebrate it, honey. As if I just hit the lottery. I do a dance. I hug me. I love on me. And the flip side to that coin is when you look at yourself or if you decide to eat off plan and you then you go and do, you know, the whole downward spiral, you feel bad about yourself. Don't do that either. Don't do that. Just say, well, that's a decision I made and I'm okay with it and go on with your life and celebrate the fact that you made a decision and that you're just going to pick up where you left off, right? Pick up where you left off. It's okay. It's okay. It's a part of the process. It's a part of the steps. It's a part of the journey. You don't have to start over. You don't have to fall off a wagon. You don't have to fall off a horse, right? You don't have to, um, you don't have, <laughs> this is a big one. This is a big one. And I'm going to say this. You do not have to punish your body. You do not have to punish yourself because that's a part of the mentality of dieting. You know, if you eat something wrong or as, and I hate the word cheat day, right? That that's just not what we do. You make the conscious decision to eat off plan. And so then you feel like you have to punish yourself. You have to punish your body. You know, you have to work out a couple of hours extra. Then you got to fast for 72 hours and then you got to drink five gallons of water, baptize yourself in Lake Minnetonka, right? You got to do all these things to 
to punish yourself. And it becomes a, 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 a cycle, right? A vicious cycle. So I'm here as a disruptor to disrupt the diet mentality. If you decide to eat off plan, just pick up the next day. That's it. That's all. Just pick up where you left off. You don't have to start over. It's not something that you just start over. And even if it's a couple of days, just pick up again where you left. Just go to eating keto. That's it. That's all. Go to eating keto. It's, it's just that simple. It really is just that simple. You know, um, celebrate yourself, celebrate yourself, celebrate your small wins, celebrate your victories, celebrate large wins, honey, celebrate everything, celebrate everything. And I've said it before and I'll continue to say it. See yourself through kinder eyes. See yourself through um, just a loving way, like love yourself. You know, see yourself the way and talk to yourself the way that you would talk to your child or somebody that you're trying to encourage. If you're trying to encourage another sister, you wouldn't tell her, you know, all of the things that she's doing wrong or any struggle she's having. You wouldn't tell her that. You would tell her, sis, you can go ahead. Just keep on going. Just pick up where you left off. You're doing a great job. You look fabulous. You are amazing, right? You can do it. I know you can. That's what you would tell somebody else, right? So take that thing and turn it around and do that for yourself. Stand in the mirror and, and, and look yourself in the face and tell yourself that you can do it. Have a conversation with yourself. Hey, listen. You can do this. You're doing a fantastic job. You are phenomenal. Oh my God, I see the great work that you're doing. Look, our body is showing it. We are amazing, right? Tell yourself, have conversations with yourself, honey. Talk to yourself, encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. And then when other people come along with encouraging words, you say, thank you. I know it. And I received that. But honey, I know because I told myself. I told myself I'm, here, I'm doing a great job. I know I'm doing a great job. I know I look good. I know it. And I want you to know it, too. All right. So please celebrate yourself, celebrate yourself in everything that you do so, in everything, 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 even where you feel like you're making a mistake or you went the wrong way and just say, you know what? I was supposed to do this. It was supposed to happen like this. So. There is beauty in celebration. 
So now I want to talk to you all about adding a little movement to your journey, right? Adding a little movement as one of your processes, right? In your journey. So July 17th, my wife and I just decided that we were going to do um, a walk a mile for 30 days. And we encouraged each other to, to, you know, to do it. You know, we set a goal to walk one mile every day for 30 days. And as of yesterday, Saturday, the 22nd of August, we completed our 30 days. Um, and I can't <laughs> be more excited than I am, honey. We celebrated. I was dog tired, <laughs> but we did it 30 days, 30 miles. And I tell you, I feel fantastic and what I want to encourage you to do is just add a little movement see just like with the the keto process um and the keto journey it's different for everyone so movement is different for everyone so I understand that, you know, some people may like the gym, some people may like heavy lifting, some people, you know, may like walking and running and jumping and all of these things, but everyone is not at that level. So I encourage you to, to walk. You know, everybody may not be able to walk a mile. There's some queens who can't walk a mile. Hell, there's some, honey, that mile when I first started, <laughs> uh, I didn't know if I could make a mile, right? But we have walked a mile before. And so we knew that it was doable um, for us. But if that's not your story and you are just like now adding movement to your, to your journey, then do what you can. You know, if, 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 if it's a half a mile set, set your app, set, get a, a an app, um, that will, you know, that you can set for half a mile, walk it and, you know, walk a quarter, turn around and walk, you know, walk back to where you begin. And that's your court, you know, your half mile. If it's a quarter mile, same thing. If it's just getting up and walking out of your door to the end of your block or to the end to your mailbox, do that every once or twice every day, but do it. See, consistency is key. See, it's all about being consistent on your journey. You have to be consistent. You have to be consistent in your eating. You have to be consistent with some movement. And that is something that I've learned over the course of the last 30 days. Um, today is Sunday, August 23rd. And I actually took the day off 
to do nothing, to absolutely do nothing. And that, I took a nice hot detox bath. That's all I did. And tomorrow I'm going to start 30 more days of one mile. Now, could I walk more? Absolutely. I could walk a little further, but I'm not. I've, I just want to be consistent in a mile. Consistency is is what I'm, I'm striving for. See, I'm building my consistency muscle, right? Consistency muscle. And I encourage you to, to do that. Pick one thing this month. Pick one thing. You don't have to wait until September the 1st. If, if you want to, you do. But I, I just choose not to. Because, you know, if you wait for a certain time, you'll never do it. Because you'll always push the time back. So, I encourage you, as you are listening to this, wherever you are, whatever day it is that you're listening to this, to start right now and commit to yourself, fully commit to doing one thing that is in the form of movement for 30 days and, and right for 30 days and do something that you're going to stick to. I'm going to say that again. Do something that you are going to stick to. Now, I know that, you know, people are having jump rope challenges, people have squat challenges and all of those different challenges. And I'm not, I, I particularly don't like the word challenge because I'm, this isn't about anybody else. This is about me. So, you know, I set a goal and, you know, I work toward that goal. So same thing for you. Don't do too much. <laughs> Don't do too much, queen. Don't do too much. Do one thing. Once you get that one thing down for 30 days, you can move to something else. Like I said, I'm choosing to walk another 30 days, um, another 30 miles, but that's just me, right? You can do something else, but being and staying consistent for 30 days will net you results. It will net you results. My hips have um, really um, slimmed out. My calves are popping. My ankles are stronger. My legs feel stronger. I feel invincible. Oh, honey. I, I really do. I feel invincible. And I'm very proud of myself. Y'all, can I just share that with y'all here? I am very proud of myself every day that I got up. And there were some days that we didn't feel like walking because it was like 99 degrees here in Maryland. It was hot as all get out. And we even walked in the rain. It, it rained, honey. We just, we didn't have any excuses. We removed every excuse. Rain, heat, shine, whatever. We were going to walk because we made that commitment to ourselves. I, you know, I could have did a, a mile walk around the house and all that kind of stuff. But that's not what I said I was going to do. I was going to walk on one of the three trails that we walked. One day when it was raining, we even walked the neighborhood and that is all uphill. And I was like, Lord, why did I, I would have went to the park and got all muddy. <laughs> but we walked all up 
hill and it was okay. Um, but it was raining and that was the path of least resistance for us. And so that's what we did. So I encourage you to be consistent, to add some movement and, and, and give yourself 30 days, give yourself 30 days and, and see how that feels. And consistency is key. It's key. Even with your eating, being consistent. If you are more consistent than you are not, you are on the right path. Make sure that you're always leaning to being more consistent than not, right? Make sure you're leaning to consistency. All right. So thank you for allowing me to share with you. Thank you for listening. Um, and, 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 and thank you for, for committing to yourself and being consistent, um, for yourself. Consistency y'all really is key. closing this episode out and I thank you I thank you I thank you I thank you for um being a part of my community of my tribe of my sacred sisterhood even if you are listening here or if you're a part of black girls keto too Or if you follow Black Girls underscore Keto 2 on Instagram, um, thank you for for being a part. If you are wanting to be a part of our, our Sacred Sisterhood, you can find us on Facebook at Black Girls Keto 2, T O O. Instagram, you can follow us. We'd love to follow for you to follow us, and we do follow back. Um, over on Instagram, it's Black Girls underscore Keto Two T O O. If you are um, wanting um, keto coaching, I am a transformational life coach and a keto coach. You can definitely send me an email at wendy at creativelywendy.com. That's wendy at creativelywendy.com. If you have um, a message or you want to share your story or, you know, how you're trusting your process, you can always send me a message um, via email or you can message me on Facebook or DM me on Instagram. I love hearing from you. I really do. And I think I've talked too much <laughs> and my voice is leaving. <clears throat> but I love hearing from you. I love hearing how this podcast it <clears throat> excuse me y'all. How this podcast is impacting your lives, how it makes you feel. I really do. I am 
so um, appreciative for your sharing and allowing me to be a part of your journey, for allowing me to be a part of your process. So thank you. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, queen. I appreciate you. Thank you.